0: Hurricane, fam, is the Hurricane <laughs> it's so Podcast. This is episode 13 now. They probably can't hear you. you already turned on the volume. so uh, Yeah, they already turned on the volume. So that's y'all's wake-up call. Welcome. Welcome, Cody, back again in your own office. Thanks for having me I'm all on my own office. You're welcome. You know, we try to take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> So dumb. <laughs> All right, today, guys, we are talking about sod, as I call it, or as Cody calls it, stimulus of the day. His sounds more professional. Um, stimulus of the day. That uh, that could that could harken so many thoughts in your mind right now of like, what are we talking about? But what kind of stimuli are we talking? Kind about? of stimuli are we talking? Some about? are, talking Some are about? more pleasurable than others, right? Yes. Stimulus of the day. I prefer Starblast Bang as my stimulus every day. Huh. So, Cody, what are we talking about with stimulus of the day? <clears throat> so ultimately, when we come in for our workouts every single day, it's all about the
1: stimulus of this particular workout that we're providing. And usually what we'll see, athletes will kind of fall into the – and it's been a little bit better since we've gone into level method. Mm-hmm. But especially way back in the day or even pre-level method would be people going way too heavy. Um, and you'll have somebody maybe finish a workout. Let's take, for instance, France. Mm-hmm. To the so somebody might finish the workout in three and a half minutes. And somebody else doesn't prescribe, it takes them 12 minutes. Not the same thing. The stimulus happened, right? is completely different of that workout. Not saying it wasn't not tough. Yeah. Obviously, it's still a tough workout for both individuals. But the energy systems that we're using to complete those workouts are completely
0: different from one another.
1: Mm-hmm. And so on a programming standpoint, hopefully we don't get too geeky here for you guys listening. I want to get deep. You know, we get real oh, deep. We can, get, we can talk about
0: mitochondria if you like it real
1: deep, don't you? I do. Uh, yeah. Is basically we're looking for different aerobic systems when we're programming <laughs> for particular workouts. So we don't want this vast array of time domains when we're programming into a workout. So, like Yeah, what, we don't want to just like do it and be like, get it whenever, get it done whenever. Well, it's, just not, it's not for completion. Yeah. It's, it's meant to have <clears> a certain <throat> stimuli, a certain feel to a particular workout. <clears throat> There's a purpose. Yeah, there's a purpose to each one of these particular pro- program workouts, and you know we try to put it in a little bit more layman's term, like, hey, it should be light. You should to do this unbroken. You should yeah. have to break this up, whatever it may be. That's probably the easiest way that we kind of tell. People. That's why the whiteboard
0: is very crucial. Yeah, like a more
1: discussion ahead of time is super super crucial. to Kind of understand what we're looking to get out of this particular workout, and I want people to kind of understand that it's not, I would say, not always for a completion standpoint, uh, because. If you're always just doing things for completion, then you're going to be missing out on other pieces like we talked about on different aerobic systems. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, kind of going back to the Fran example. So somebody who is doing Fran and let's say, around three minutes, give or take a little bit, that's a very anaerobic piece. Yeah, um, not a lot of oxygen is being used. Not a lot of oxygen being used in a sense. It's very, very right. short for the most part. Not extremely short. Now we're talking like a 10-second bout. But it's, it's relatively short on the, I guess you can on the oxidative scale, kind yeah. of later, later in on the anaerobic scale. Compared to somebody who takes like 15 minutes, that's a little more on their aerobic scale things. Now, we're completely missing out on two different energy systems. We've completely bypassed the anaerobic system gone over to the or, or oxidative side, gone to the
0: aerobic system yeah and for the for you listeners like we don't just it's not just a stimulus in mind because we feel like that's appropriate for the day like cody programs this stuff with that specific like for crossfit sometimes we do legs three days in a row you know like it's not like we break it up by body parts we break it up by energy systems yeah so Cody's most yes i mean i do try to keep a little bit conscious of what's been used
1: the day before. So yeah. if, if the legs has been blasted the day before, I try to be a little bit more cautious of that and, and be aware of the next program that are not programming, you know, care the next day. Obviously sometimes it happens to fall a little bit that way. And that's obviously when we hear most of the complaining during those yeah. times is when somebody's, some body parts sore and then they have squats the next day or something like that. And then, you know, obviously that's when the complaining comes out. Uh, but for the most part, you know, the stimulus is, What Mm -hmm. fluctuates
0: most, the most, exactly, which is why it's like that's what I'm getting at. It's very important for y'all to take that seriously because if you're always doing one type, you could get burnt out and not reach your maximal fitness and all kinds of stuff. Like Mm -hmm. you're doing too much of one thing when it should be varied up. You know.
1: Well, you kind of go to the track and field example. (laughs) That's an easy visual example. Is you know you have sprinters who are more muscular, Mm -hmm. usually look a little bit leaner. Yeah. And compared to, you know, your five K runners, ten K runners in track and field across country, I guess is what you would say, have definitely a skinnier build, but no not nearly as much muscle tone. Yeah. And they can go forever.
0: Yeah. They and, can go forever. That yeah, that's true, but they're not going at like
1: very high paces. Yeah. And so in CrossFit we want to kind of do all the arrays of energy systems like just like track and field. So we want to be able to sprint, we wanna go long distance and we'll go in between like the normal no. eight hundred, things like that. So When we program, like I said, that's kind of the areas that we're looking at on a
0: day-to-day basis. And there's my phone. Shut that baby up.
1: Let me go turn this thing off. Shut
0: that baby up. Oh, dang. Two Two phones. I got two at once. Wait till mine rings. It'll never. It'll never happen. The wife was calling there, but I'll answer a little while. Yeah. All right. I uh, I forgot where we were. I don't know, but I kind of want to throw one of my friends under the bus with this. His name's Jim. I'm going to say it right out. But uh, he did Fran. And, uh, it, oh, like you were telling me about this. Yeah. I was complaining about Fran. And then he comes back and he was like, he's like at Dynamic Dimensions, like some kind of, mm-hmm. like just a regular gym. He's like, I did it and it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, I don't know what you're complaining about. Or was everybody saying and, like Fran's the yeah, worst? He's like, why is Fran bad. so bad? He's like, I did it. It's not that big of a deal. And I was like, well, yeah, but like, it hurts. And he goes, it didn't hurt me that bad. I was like, how fast are you do it? And he said, it took me about 40 minutes. Like, yeah, no. Break it up into three set to seven thrusters, three yeah. set to seven pull ups, no big deal, right? He missed that thing by a damn Jupiter. Jupiter. He's off in Jupiter. Well, I can throw myself
1: in the bus, I think the it was in the first month of doing CrossFit, we had Diane. Twenty one fifty nine, yeah, Dennis yeah. the yeah. handstand yeah. push ups. And going into CrossFit, It already you had a. I've been doing traditional gym stuff, coming from football, things like that, and so two twenty five down. I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, I can do that, ain't no problem. And then Handstand push, it's like, I mean, I'm okay. Out there, i will be all right. And I think it took me like 18 minutes
0: to do Diane, the first time I ever tried to do. How long is it, comparatively, how long it take you to do it now? Uh, then my best is 155. 155, so that's, wow. I don't know math very well, but that's a lot percentage down. That's a lot no, 2,000%? Like 2,000% down. Whatever it is. About basically two minutes to 18 minutes, so like 900% improvement.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, but that, it feels completely different. Yeah, I can even remember the day that I did that workout, that I was sitting there failing handstand push-ups one after another. Breathing-wise, I was completely fine. It was like a muscular fighter thing because I wasn't very good at handstand push-ups at the time. And so Mm -hmm. doing it now and doing it right around two minutes, it feels completely different. It's it's definitely more of a muscle burn, breathing, kind of feel like your lungs are bleeding kind Mm -hmm. of deal. Um, throat hurts afterwards kind of deal relay to relate all, the all these things afterwards. are normal we're yeah. just
0: saying that all these things are, not, are normal symptoms normal symptoms you're not dying you're not really dying you but, just want to but
1: it, it's it's way more uncomfortable is yeah. probably an easier way to put it and because you like once again you're you're working on different aerobic pathways mm-hmm. so like for instance like Lowell Method hopefully it's not getting too much music in the background there y'all might hear it bumping in the background we're sorry during the noon class here uh, but like the Lowell Method they do the electrical, plumbing, and and yeah. uh, ventilation, ventilation. I think is what they put. <clears throat> and that's kind of like a, a very simplistic way of, of putting a says neither. There's multiple ones out there. They kind of break it down to three simpler ways to mm-hmm. think about doing it. So like electrical meaning very, very fast, fast squish, you know, that'd be like weightlifting, or very short bounce yeah. like on like, assault bike or a sprint, like a 100-meter sprint, things like that. Then oxidative, like the plumbing, that'd be like kind of blood flow, I like to be like more in your medium time domains. That's your glycolytic yeah. stuff. Yeah, so like you're talking from like, like two, three minutes upwards to like maybe like ten minutes, right in there, uh, and then anything kind of getting past that area, we're kind of looking more towards the aerobic side of things.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and for those of you listening, no lie, these different time domains burn different fuels in your body, and they have different benefits. Yeah. And I, from what I, me and you talking just now, and us extensively looking at our people. The things that are – the oxidative, the the long-duration aerobic stuff, not as much avoided. Not a lot of people are scared of that. Like anybody can go duration stuff. Anybody can go slower and go longer.
1: Well, because yeah. usually most of the time when you go with a longer duration, obviously intensity is going to lay down for the most yeah. part. Like, So, for instance – You're not going to sprint for 20 minutes. Yeah, you're not going to run – you're not going to go super hard for 20 minutes. You know you're going to have to back off the pacing, things like that. So it can mm-hmm. still be tough. Like just say today's workout is going to take most people right around 20 minutes. It's still going to be tough for them. Um, but it's, it's, have, it's just different. Yeah. It's a different feel, um, and so most people feel they, that when they go longer, they're getting they're getting more fit, or you get they're more in shape now. Yeah. That's how people associate it is by going longer distance, longer time. You're just more more in shape. In yeah, the more
0: time you spend actually moving, but yeah. there's there's redeeming values to redeeming factors to the glycolytic to the short paced. Well, yeah, I mean they've even proven ones. that you know, those high
1: short intensity bouts. Burn more calories throughout the day, yeah. and that's kind of the sh- because most people they want to go longer because they they burn more calories, right? They're like, "Well, I burned like eight hundred yeah. calories during the session because I worked out for during the session like, during the session because it was like forty five minute workout, yeah." Man. Like, and like, I burned all these calories, and they feel they feel accomplished, and, and all the all the senses that come with that long workout, which is cool, and those and those probably overall are probably more fun overall for most people, which I would kind of I because yeah, there's not a lot of pain involved. Yeah, and I get that. <laughs> um, but when we go to the, the shorter bouts, you know, those, those workouts only last like three minutes, four minutes, yeah. even maybe pushing like upwards to seven minutes. Those workouts are probably the most uncomfortable because of the fact that you're kind of taking the governor off now. And it's and more you like go. you're going 85, 90% plus efforts throughout. And that's when you get done and you're kind of like laid on the floor and you kind of feel like you're, you got battery acid going through mm-hmm. your legs and it's like that deep, deep burn, that deep muscle burn. But that's
0: where you get <laughs> massive results mm-hmm. and massive physiological changes. Yeah, a lot of adaptation.
1: And you also burn more calories throughout the day. Yeah,
0: that's where, yeah, we wanna clear that up here on Hurricane. It's probably been cleared up in other places too. The studies that are like all oh, long duration, fat burning workouts, yeah. they burn <coughs> more calories during the session, that's true. But nearly immediately after that's done, your body's back to a, a down regulated state and it's recouped and you stop. Yeah. You're back to normal basal meta- metabolic rate. Yeah. But when you do like a, and a friend where it's hard and fast, you could be working out for three minutes. Mm-hmm the rest of the day your metabolic systems are ramped up. Maybe in some people it's like two or three days afterwards. Like their ability to process calories is so much faster because they did so much more breakdown. Yeah. Um, it, so it, bank for your buck wise it's, it doesn't pay to avoid those short fast no. bouts. No, that's no, why we program. That's why we program them. Um,
1: and so those it's kind of the reasoning as to why we do it I guess is probably the simplest way to say that. Um, so kind of going into like more like more of a class structure now. So usually when we see people, you know, they'll come in and we'll keep using the reference of Fran, so we'll just keep going with that, mm-hmm. is they're like, well, you know, well, I wanna do the Fran variation. Like maybe they're like, okay, well, I'm gonna do, you know, I'll just go lighter and I'll do like bands, for instance, and I'll do the Fran variation like that, mm-hmm. which is still better than trying to do a prescribed Fran and take yeah. 20 minutes. So say it's- maybe, Let's say maybe now it takes us eight minutes. It's a way. It just which might not be the best way. Which is which? Yeah. So exactly, it's probably a better way. for this it. like it's it's a better way, but it's not the best way still. Yeah. So we're kind of like we're getting a little bit more towards the, the more of a seamless like friend. But still, once again, you get done, and you're still like, yeah, it's tougher. But I'm still like, don't feel like it's like really that. Bad. If you could do one more rep at the end of friend. If you still it get done, if you get done friend, and you're <laughs> like, like that was tough, but not not too bad, then you didn't do the proper seamless. If you can think anything at all.
0: After Fran, <laughs> any, really?
1: Any thoughts? Uh, so, a better strategy, which you know we've programmed in the new level method system now, is like light thrusters, like the barbell yeah. and burpees now, because of the fact that the technical side of things starts taking over. If you don't have the technical movements like a pull up, then you're obviously the intensity's going to drop down because we're getting more of a strip variation now, mm-hmm. and. But any time of strict variations like that, the intensity is going to well start to fall a kipping, whatever it may be. Um, so your intensity can stay way higher mm-hmm. with like a thruster burpee combination because it's such a simple combination. And it's that kind of push-pull kind of deal um,
0: that the intensity can stay way well higher and get the feeling of now what it yeah. feels like. And that's where like it's easy to get caught up because you come in and you look and it's cool. Like it looks cool and you're like, I want to do that. But yeah. if you don't have that down, like you got to think about your workout right now is one, it's not the end of the world. It is not your last hour of fitness. So if you don't do it the cool way, it's not a big deal. One day you will. Today is an investment. Well, in the future. Yeah. So
1: here's the easy way, and it kind of sounds me a, a dicky way of saying this is you have to earn the right to
0: be able to do those type yeah. of workouts and type of movements. Well, yeah, earn, yeah, you you have to earn the, the movement. You have to earn it, and so um, that makes sense. Like I can't squat 400 pounds. I haven't earned it. You haven't okay.
1: earned it, and so and that's once again. It, it kind of he rips them back to level method board. So that's the reason why I love it so much is because of the fact that you you get that prescription ahead of time. You know exactly what variation you should do, and then you know in a particular block. Let's say for instance for the upper body pull, you know just what the next block is for. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I'm like an orange two, I know I know the next step is to get to orange three, and you know what that is. This is not from okay I can't do any strict pull ups now. I want to be able to do ten kipping pull ups. How do I get there? It's like okay well instead so of going from point A to point Z let's talk about B, C, and D first yeah you let's, know
0: let's take the steps like enjoy the process like approach is more of like a process yeah and less and a practice yeah, like I would say a practice the level method kind of helps us to think of it that way too is this is a practice mm-hmm. it's not like you're there's no goal I think we're also tricked in thinking like six week abs or do this training before you go get to a, on your cruise or whatever and there's a, a, a destination yeah you know, like you, you fit as hell. You've been doing this forever, and you still don't have like an in position. You
1: know, no, I mean it's a, it's a never endless, never endless journey. I mean it's a moving target at points in time. I mean, will you ever be like the tip of the peak? Will you always be always happy as to where you are? I mean, there's always something to work towards. Nothing yeah. wrong. Um, but the thing is, though, you, like you kind of like I said before, you have to earn you know different movements and different workouts. Uh, you just don't. You're not able to just do them just to do them. You yeah, know? you and can't it, just it, get there. And I mean, I'm not saying you can't. I mean, you can obviously. But like we said the same. is going to be completely different, and the likelihood of you injuring yourself is going to go way higher. And that's usually why we see more males get injured in CrossFit yeah. compared to females. It's because it's ego driven, and they just like, well, I'm we going to do, do it. I'm just going to. I'm just going to do yeah. it. We think that, yeah. And it's like it's not. It's not a fact that you. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. I think we can willpower our way through will, it. Yeah, just run, run our way through it. If I think really hard can squat 400 pounds. And then, like, the thing is, is, you know, people, like, I'll use myself for example. I I've been doing CrossFit now for eight years. And the first good five of those years, we're putting in multiple hours of CrossFit training a day. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, my volume has reduced a lot in the past couple of years since I'm not competing anymore. But back in my competitive days... I had to fast forward that progress as much as I could but I had to spend a lot, a lot of time yeah. in doing that. And I it may have worked.
0: happened in five years for
1: you but, but you to, did ten years worth of work. But I did a lot of work under that time frame uh, which you know, the, the average gym goer, you know, they're just doing an hour across the day you know, three times a week there's a lot of catching up to do there, and it's going to take a little while to do that, which is okay, and that's yeah. all—it's all perfectly yeah. fine. If it's, it's taking a while,
0: enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy,
1: enjoy the, the journey. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the journey. If you want it to go faster, but you're the, going to have to do something. But the person we're talking about is a person who comes three days a week, and they want to, be able to do a muscle up, and they're real diligent. about want to do a muscle up, but they can't do a strict pull up yet, or they can do like a strict pull up and they're like well I'm, I, I gotta do a bar muscle up i'm gonna do a bar muscle up and they just keep trying and trying and trying and maybe they do finally get a bar muscle up but then they you know do something to the rotator yeah. the that's foot it may or the later or something yeah right? and that's usually what happens like you didn't earn the positions you didn't earn the right to be able to do that bar muscle up yeah. yet and you have you're gonna need to spend some extra time you know before or after class you know a couple times
0: a week to earn that movement. Um, you either do it first, like you either put in the, the effort and put in the work first mm-hmm. and get it clean, yeah. or you do it wrong, injure yourself, have to wind back with a yeah. physical therapist or a chiropractor or somebody, yep. and it, it, your body makes you do the work.
1: Well, that's kind of what we'll see, especially with some more old-school CrossFitters, is um, you know they maybe cut some corners here and there to compete. To do more weight or do you know, a yeah. bigger movement or something like that. And, Uh, they've cut those corners to be able to do those certain things and they've hit a ceiling as to where they currently are and it's like well if you really want to get any better now we have to start regressing some and take some steps back to relearn the movement how it's properly should be done to start progressing forward again Mm -hmm. um and so that's kind of like this this guess. yeah like you tell somebody
0: like all right knees out on that squat and they're like well i've been squatting like this for 10 years yeah like okay well like you're not going to get any better Unless you do do this now, like that's the only that that's the yeah you're doing great and you're strong, but that's the one thing we can change and let's change it.
1: Well, I think like some people, they like I know we talk about some of our coaches meetings a lot is explain like why we do particular yeah. things, and uh, you know we just don't tell people to do certain things just to do it. S's and G's, you know, it's it's it's. It's four bigger reasons it's for movement efficiency and also movement transfer. Yeah. So, for instance, like when we say, you know, try to keep your elbows in relatively to the end during a push-up, that's because that's how you're going to have to do a handstand push-up. That's yeah. how you're going to do all your pressing. You know, uh, you should, uh, like, like dumbbells yesterday. Yeah,
0: I, like I had to discuss with somebody, like they were, you know, doing regular military press. Mm-hmm. I said put the elbows forward, and then afterwards we discussed it of like, that is going to transfer to the wall. Yes. This will not, you know, like, uh, just because you can do it, like what we talked about earlier, just because you can... Doesn't mean that's the way you should. Yeah, and so um, like so. everybody can come out of the womb and start running, you know, kind of takes a few years, but everybody can come out and start running. But some of them look like me, and I look dumb running. I need practice. I need help. Yeah, you know, like we, just because you can doesn't mean you should be doing it that way. Yeah, exactly. So that's
1: you know, going back to kind of the original process, that's why, you know, that was a big portion as to why I, I wanted to do the level method thing. Mm-hmm. It's because, you know, sort of for years before, when I was coaching, I was like, there's gotta be an easier way to uh, to get people to know exactly what they're Because gonna do. Because back, you know, back in the day, this was a, a blanket workout, right? Yeah. Just, this is the workout, you know, well, you know, this is kind of how it should feel, and then it's a guessing game, right? Yeah. Like, it's okay, that, well, yeah. able, maybe I should use this weight, or maybe I should use this weight, and so many times I would hear people afterwards, you know they say maybe the time domain we're looking for is like 10 minutes and I finish like in six minutes you know and they're like oh man that's way too light or the same thing you got the other guys finishing like in 20 minutes mm-hmm. and you got these big arrays of people finishing from you know 15 minutes no minutes.
0: not a lot of correlation there's yeah so
1: of- I was like there's got to be a way to um, get everybody kind of in that same boat the same every single time uh, and know exactly which variation they should do every single time and you know, I wouldn't do something like this. I didn't feel like I was 100% confident, in, you know, in its and as effective as in how it could work. And, you know, some people will kind of hear like, oh, well, I really don't even use that level of
0: method stuff. And it's like, well, my response is, well, you're not really getting the full benefit of the program yeah. then. It's like, um, so when you go to a doctor and they prescribe you whatever, let's say it's uh, antibiotics or something. and um, Spam risk. Spam?
1: Spam risk. That's what it says on the phone.
0: That's a weird person's name. That's a weird name for a human, spam risk. But but anyway, you go to the doctor, you prescribe me antibiotics, and uh, he's like, take one of these a day for like 20 days or something. I don't know. Maybe you got, let's call it, some kind of respiratory infection. Let's say that. It was spam? Yeah, spam. Name spam. um, And you say, like, ah, that doesn't really sound cool, man. I'm going to take all of them right now. I'm going to take all of them right now. (laughs) Or I'm going to take five a day. I don't really have 20 days. So how about we do five in a day, Try the best you know, with that. and just do it. That's exactly what this is like. What does RX stand for? Prescribed. Prescribed. Or prescribed. I don't really know how it's spelled, <laughs> but it's a prescription. It's what we dictated to get the certain stimulus. So with the level method, helps you dose that prescription. Right? right. For different level categories. Yes.
1: Yeah. And what's not everybody's going loaded up. And, I, I understand, guys. It's not a. It's not, it's not a exact. 100% yeah. perfect program. It's not exact. Like, we're a lot not, of people today in deep purple. You know, like, yeah. I helped them. But it gives us somewhere to start. But it gives you a starting point. And that's what I, and I want people to understand. Like, it isn't like a 100%. Like, some people are going to fall in the gray areas a little bit, yeah. right? So, you know, they might be, you know, really high blue on something, like, hovering right around purple. And we have a workout that's, you know, let's say it's based off their front squat. And that's kind of where they're, they're, that high purple almost, or sorry, high blue, almost purple area. And they're like, well, i, I I'm
0: like I'm kind of like caught between there. That's okay. We can, it's, yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Um, that's why you still need a coach. That's like that's why you can't just get the board, go to your home yeah. gym, and get after it. Yeah, like you can
1: kind of shoot the gaps in between. That's perfectly fine. But um, for people who don't really use it on a consistent basis or don't use it at all, you know, like I said, you're really missing out a, a big bang for your buck there and getting a good proper sense. Not using the program to its full potential. Yeah. Uh, and so that's why I'm. I'm very very confident and oh, I like it so much. Yeah. For those for it reasons. gives us somewhere to start from, and exactly. then like if we do
0: have to customize, at least we have a very good base. Yeah. Um, so just just make sure you're getting it dosed the right way. Yeah. And so um, and that's why I think for most most
1: part most people usually follow along with it. And, uh, and one thing also, uh, it's kind of a quick coaching tip in the podcast here is making sure people know that you know you can mix and match colors inside of a workout. So like for instance, yeah. workouts got the Five rounds for me to run, uh, eight front squats, twelve chest, squat pull pull-ups. And say you're maybe more of a bodyweight ninja, and you'll say you are, you know, purple. You can do and, the twelve pu- pu- purple, and am pull, but you're orange in your front squat. Then you can do the purple variation of the pull-up and do the orange front squat. Yeah. Wait, mix and match those colors to create your own workout, a blend of it, and be mm-hmm. more individual. Think like of speed. each
0: individual movement as its own. Yeah, level schedule. consideration. That's That'd why be. we have
1: multiple level considerations sometimes mm-hmm. inside of a workout, and so. Uh, See, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of a little quick little tidbit thrown in there. Somebody's listening at this point.
0: In yeah, of if anybody's here, we I think people guys. are here. I think people are still here. We I, got, I got one last little tidbit as well to discuss on that. Not on that, but. So we, we talked about how the glycolytic, that hard, fast, like very kind of painful almost stimulus category is the one that's often missed or the heavy. Like it's those two, there's three main, you know, stimuli, concepts of thought. And two of them are one of the ones that people mostly miss is that you know that shorter paced burn mm-hmm. and well, that some people heavier people to weight. Tap into that.
1: Yeah, you talk about for somebody's maybe done endurance sports for years and years and years. Usually it takes a little that, bit. It's usually yeah. what we see do as like endurance sports athletes is they don't really know how to really tap into that sprint piece. Mm-hmm. I think I was having this conversation with Jacob the today about you know for some people have been, like Monday's workout the, the burpee, kettle swings, in a row. If somebody doesn't really know how to put their, their foot down the pedal, mm-hmm. they might get down with that workout and be like, oh, it really wasn't that bad because you had that built-in break Yeah, they right? coasted it. Yeah, you had that built-in break yeah. between rounds, and so those are kind of meant to be kind of sprint stops, sprint stops, sprint stop. and so if some people don't know how to do this. When you get down with those kind of workouts and you say, that really wasn't bad, you really don't know how to really put your foot pedal down to the metal and might completely
0: sell out. Which that... So one you could train more glycolytic you can train more of that that. Mm-hmm. Just do it more. Well, but then also that creat you know, that phosphocreatine, that that one to two second stuff. Mm-hmm. You train more of that, you gain more overall power and your ability to hit that burning threshold happens yeah. a lot easier. Yeah.
1: yeah, like doing like quick stop, like sprints on the bike, like ten second sprints on the bike. Um, broad jumps, things like that, kind of work that explosiveness, kind of that quick fiber stuff. Yeah. Um, Which depends on what you want. Like, if you want to be
0: in endurance sports, that's cool. But in CrossFit, like if we're at CrossFit, our goal is to be generally fit around all broad time so, no yeah. we don't want to suck at anything. Yeah. Not bad. So we want to be not decent. Great at
1: anything, but not
0: bad. At anything. Yeah. Be well-rounded. Um, but on that glycolytic, like like I said, that's the mostly missed mm-hmm. one. I don't want people to ever think too. So this is a big disclaimer as well. Just going hard and fast. A lot of people try to avoid it because they feel like they're being dangerous. Danger. <laughs> Feeling, dangerous. Feeling dangerous. Feeling dangerous. Living on the edge. So that's a large component of why we're here too. Is to watch that. Modulate that. Help them reel it back or push it up or whatever. Mm-hmm. So never – like don't go out crazy. But um, on ones that we're telling you that the stimulus is fast, like it's Fran – like pace it accordingly but get after it and we'll be there to help you and we'll make sure that you're not doing anything sloppy Mm -hmm. you know because I I hear some people like they avoid it because they're scared they're going to get sloppy they're like oh I want to make sure that they're all really really high quality but if we're doing just
1: and that's maybe another topic we can have kind of form versus intensity kind of discussion that's a whole other rabbit hole we can go down That'd be cool. and it's kind of one of those philosophies it's a a bend but don't break mentality in a sense when it comes to like I'll say positions are very very key you have to practice those under light load and low intensities at first. And that's yeah. the reason why, you know, when we bring people on, we kind of go that slower process with them. We're not just throwing them right into the fire of things. Yeah. Um, and that's the reason why we go, like, through the movement prep and the warm-ups and like that, so you guys can practice those movements under under a light load or low intensity and things like that. Um, but at the same time, if every movement was as crisp as possible, as perfect as as purposely you can perfectly execute it, your intensity gonna... would be so low that you get done with a workout and feel like you didn't accomplish anything at all.
0: Yeah, like it's good that you're doing pretty, but at the same time, there's gotta be a couple speed blocks. And there's a
1: fine line, and that's a, and that's a tough one, especially when you're first starting at CrossFit to know where that line is, mm-hmm. of getting, you know, bumping it over and, and your form's breaking out too much, but at the same time, if you can't just say a sound is humanly possible, then the intensity is gonna be really too low. Yeah. And the best athletes in the world, you know, your Matt Fraser, things like that, are the guys who can hold on to those positions as best as possible and
0: move yeah.
1: quickly with the like best positions That
0: out. that boy is panicking too. Yeah, like you know hard. like while he's going through it he's like, "Oh my god, I hope you know, I hope I get this down." Mm-hmm. I, I would assume actually. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm sure it's exactly what he said in the said it's yeah, exactly, exactly what Oh, saying. shit. Yeah. I hope I don't fall. Man, I hope I grab this pull-up bar and I don't slip and fall.
1: Why do you shit. have like all of a a like, Cajun accent mm-hmm. with that? I did. A little bit. I didn't even
0: notice. Like a little laugh, yeah. Cajun accent thrown in there. I didn't even notice. Hey, shop. That's what uh, Matt Fraser's brain sounds yeah, like. I'm sure it's exactly. He's actually from down south. That's why he likes guns so much. <clears throat> well. And so, um, but, anyways, uh,
1: but yeah, that made a whole another topic of discussion. It's kind of formed us intensity a little bit. And, Uh, what's kind of the philosophy on that and things like that because that's also another topic we can kind of talk about so
0: oh well y'all stay tuned for the future hurricane fam we might uh, get a little bit more scientific on you science we're scientists science Science. the more you know the more you know so Okay. okay anything you want to tie into that Get your
1: asses to the Christmas party on December
0: the fourteenth. December fourteenth, Christmas party. All the cool kids will be there. All the cool kids will be there. There's gonna be gumbo. There's gonna be white. There's gonna be games. There's gonna be awards. We're gonna give out awards. Dundee,
1: what are we calling Dundee Dundee awards? We're gonna we're gonna modify the
0: Dundee-ish, formerly known as Dundee. We're gonna get a different name for him. And uh, there's gonna be white elephant, and that's always really weird. So come out to that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Always some fun gifts there.
0: Yes, indeed. Well, guys, that was episode 13. I hope you enjoyed. Stay tuned. We're going to be coming back at you again next week.